Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up. Never shut up. Never shut up. Good morning, everyone. It is Wednesday, January 31st of 2024. I'm your host, Rose, and today we have pulled Yes, Anastasia. I can't even discuss the energy of this song, what it may mean for our days today, without recognizing how masterful of a piano piece this is. I mean, like, if you just took the vocals away, and I found myself listening, I listened to the album version, and I found myself actually wishing that the orchestral arrangement wasn't on there because I just wanted to hear that clean piano version. And of course, mostly when you see her play it live, I mean, of course, it's done solo, but it's just a really beautiful, masterfully composed piece of piano music. And I wanted to recognize that because this is one of the reasons we love Tori. And I found myself thinking, like, this is really a quintessential song of hers. I love this song, and it, I mean, it's not my favorite song. I mean, it's there. I, I really love it. I think it's a great song, but I think it's really quintessential because you get the interesting phrasing, the interesting lyrics. You get her really beautiful ability and, and technique on the actual piano, her skill level with the bass keys and her skill with melodies, and then you get that added benefit of the breathing effect when she's playing, and how the breaths almost become a part of the song. Anyway, it's just a masterful song, and I really wanted to recognize that. So yes, Anastasia, where do you need to be brave today? Where do we need to be brave? There's really two parts to the song, which I found interesting. And I think, you know, there's really two parts to the song. Tori might actually believe that there's two parts as well, because those of you that have seen Tori live or you listen to live bootlegs know that she often starts the song, most of the time she plays the song starting from the um, Thought I'd Been Through This in 1919, which misses out on the first bit of the piece. I know what you want. The magpies have come. If you know me so well, tell me which hand I use. And that first part, which has a lot of phrasing, and this may be what kind of triggered the practice for me, which is the show me the things I've been missing. Show me the ways I forgot to be speaking. Show me the ways to get back to the garden. Show me the ways to get around the get around. Show me the ways to button up buttons that have forgotten their buttons. We can't have that, forgetting that. What a beautiful turn of phrase she's got there. So the invitation with this first part of the song is to sit and watch. It's the show me. Watch, eyes open with curiosity. Curiosity is just that sense of, well, what's happening now? Where are we going now? Instead of, well, what does this mean for me? So how often in your life do you observe something and think about what the consequences to your own life that whatever is happening are going to be? Or are you able to observe things and observe them just as they are? Like, oh, that is happening now. I liken it to 
well, watching things. I liken it to the weather in the sense that we look outside and we go, that's the weather. You can't, no matter how much you think about it, no matter how much you obsess about the weather, no matter how much you complain about it or praise the weather, there's nothing that you can do to actually change the weather. So for the most part, and this is works really for our thoughts, but for the most part, we look outside or we look on our weather apps and we simply prepare for our day because that's all you can do because we know that the weather is out of our control. So it's similar to that, not quite the same thing. Because we do have reactions about the weather. Oh, it's going to be that day. Or, oh, it's going to be that day. So we can get really frustrated and irritated about the weather. I mean, people really do. FYI, I love talking about the weather. I grew up in southern Arizona where it's just sunny all the time. <laughs> so weather is like this really amazing phenomenon. And my husband and I are both the same way. We might must open the door, I don't know, like on the weekends when we're home and just kind of chilling out and doing our own thing in the house the door the front door opens i'd say about once an hour and we just look outside what's happening now oh look at that it's raining oh look at that this is happening it happened more when we had the ice storm because it just kept opening like oh my gosh look at that oh my god look at that because we've not been through a lot of these things before but that that sense of like what's happening now what's happening now and an excitement level about what's happening now outside although i will admit that excitement level disappears from like July through September when it's dry and warm here in Oregon and like neither of us ugh, ugh. there is a reason that we moved to the Pacific Northwest so the first thing that yes Anastasia is inviting us into today is to observe to watch and to allow ourselves to be shown shown things maybe about ourselves shown things about the world we don't have to know what we're being shown to observe what we're observing so that is lesson number one and then we get to the second part of the song this part of the song is asking us to be brave to find that sense of courage of fearlessness that sense of internal strength Yes, she's talking about Anastasia um, from the Romanov family in Russia, and there's that whole story, but this message here, we'll see how brave you are. We'll see how fast you'll be running. We'll see how brave you are. And it's certainly a song that there are times in my own life when I'm finding the need for courage or I'm like approached with something that's hard or new like when we moved from Tucson to Oregon we had to get a U-Haul and we got the super mover the 26 footer and then we had a car hauler on the back because I had put my vehicle there and then my husband had his truck and he has his own car hauler and he was towing it behind his truck with one of his other half ton pickups on it so we hooked up the car hauler the u-haul car hauler at the u-haul place and my husband you know the car hauler is on there and then he looks at me and he says to me well are you ready to do this and i was like uh i guess i'm gonna have to be i mean like what other choice did we have and he kind of realized like in the middle of things like oh wait a second i need to check in and see i've never driven a vehicle prior to that i'd never driven a vehicle that big and i'd certainly never pulled a trailer on anything 
not a bicycle, nothing. I've never pulled a trailer in my life. And it was like, oh, well, I guess I'm going to learn when we leave how this works. And there was definitely a learning curve. It was a pretty intense experience. We went we were driving on down the line in the grapevine in California. Now this is I-5 and if you don't know the grapevine you kind of go up and up and up and up and up and you know lots of hills after you get through LA and Santa Clarita and all of that and then there's something called the grapevine and that's like the downslope into the more flatland of California into Bakersfield and it's this really like long well it's not a long climb because it seems gradual I just did it this last summer and I like it barely even registered as a drive for me but my husband drives his truck, which is and from 1984 or 85, I can't remember. Don't ever tell him I said that because I'll get in so much trouble. Shh. But it was his grandfather's pickup truck. And then like his grandfather drove it off the lot and then it was his dad's and now it's his. So it's got this heirloom quality to it. But so he's driving that in front of me and going slow, slow up these hills. And I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, please don't break down. It did break down twice, but please don't break down. Oh my gosh. And then we get off these hills. And then what comes is like a, what, a 7% downhill grade, which like in a car, you know, vehicle is like nothing. Like you don't even think about it. Again, this summer, I was like so traumatized by that drive. Did not even register. I'm like, I don't want to go that way. We went that way and like didn't register. But when you're in this massive U-Haul and you've got a car, a truck on a car hauler behind you and the U-Haul is like filled with your lives and then you get on this, you know, 7% downhill grade and so again, I've never done this before and the U-Haul is a V10. So it's this really big engine and I start going down the hill and it's like, if you have more than three axles or something like that, can't remember what it was. Anyway, I qualified as that. You have to drive in the truck lane and the truck lane, you can only drive 25 miles per hour. Okay, that's fine. So I'm like, okay, I can do that. No big deal. So I get over there. I'm going down the hill and I, you know, the vehicle starts picking up speed because of course it's really a heavy vehicle because of all the stuff in there and you know like there's a car inside the u-haul so i tap the brakes and it downshifts so of course the rpms go from what they were which was like nothing to you know eight or nine so the engine's now redlining and it's like screaming loud and i'm like oh my gosh am i doing something wrong am i gonna break this thing i don't know what's going on like i've never done this before and then, you know, there's semis in front of me, Mack trucks, whatever you want to call them, trolleys. I think that's all the names I know for them, 18 wheelers in front of me. And I'm leaving like, you know, what you're supposed to leave like the free car lengths, whatever it is. I've got like five semi lengths between me and the next one. Cause I'm like, I feel like this is a dream. And I don't know if you ever have this where you hit the brakes in the dream in your car and the brakes don't work. Like you're mashing them down and the vehicle and the dream is still going anyway. So I'm worried about that happening. And so we've left all this space. And then this guy in another U-Haul, like a super mover, like I'm driving, but he doesn't, he's not pulling anything behind him. And he's been all over the road this whole time. And he like whips into the truck lane, I guess, cause he sees me over there. So he whips in, in front of the semi in front of me and it jackknives. And 
this driver saved that truck. I was so impressed. But I'm back there going, no! When we got, when I got, finally got to the end, you know, of course my husband gets there faster because he can go faster in his vehicle and he knows what he's doing. He's this kind of thing before. He's waiting for me at the gas station at the bottom and like I open the door and he walks over and I burst into tears. It was like, he called it trial by fire, definite trial by fire. But like, that's a time where this, you know, this song kind of resonated through my mind. We'll see how brave you are because it's not an option. In in that situation, it wasn't an option. Like I wasn't going to say, no, we're not going to move all of a sudden when we've done all of this work and spent all this money. It wasn't an option. So it comes down to those situations where this is happening. There's nothing that you can do to change the trajectory of what is happening. It's a matter of how you show up and we'll see how brave you are. So we'll see how brave you are. And the practice that came for that is the gesture of courage, of inner strength, of bravery. And it's called Abhaya Varada. This is a really simple mudra. Again, a mudra is how we arrange the body, how we arrange the hands, the fingers to create a specific energy frequency. And this energy frequency, it's almost like creating a a physical geometric pattern with our own bodies that affects the energy that affects our minds. I love mudras. I love teaching mudras because they're really accessible. It's, well, they're not necessarily easy. Some of them can be kind of challenging. This one I think is fairly easy. You take your left hand and turn the palm to face up and you bring that left hand in almost a cup shape right underneath the navel and then the right hand comes out to the side and the right hand is about level with the shoulder with the palm facing forward. So this is the gesture of courage, of strength, of fearlessness. And when we hold this gesture, we can think about projecting courage and strength to a future version of ourselves. Because we all know we're going to have moments where we need to be brave. I mean, I don't know currently what No, I do know. I have a dentist appointment coming up, so I'm going to have to be brave at that. And even though I've got a prescription for medication, I need to be brave for that appointment. And so this is the kind of practice where I'd be doing this practice and sending this light, this energy of courage and strength forward and imagining myself in the future sitting in the dentist's office receiving this blast of courage and strength, a moment when I need to be brave. This is happening and this has to happen. I can't not do this, so I have to be brave. And I'm sitting there and I'm imagining myself in that moment receiving all of this courageous energy from this moment, this moment where I'm feeling fine where I'm feeling in a relative I'm talking to you guys of course I'm fine I'm in a good mood well I'm not really in a good mood I've been really grouchy today but that's beside the point talking to you right now is I'm feeling good about it because yeah there's that exchange of energy anyway so from this moment where I can muster a lot of strength and courage and infusing my future self with strength and courage And then we can take the palm of the hand and turn the palm of the right hand and face it backwards. 
and we can send that strength and courage to a version of ourself that exists in our past that needed strength and courage. And if the only thing that exists is right now, even though there's this sense of chronology from one moment to the next, the only thing that actually exists is what's happening right now. If you blink, you're missing it. And we can rewrite our past. Like, sure, you know, things happen in the past and maybe there's some important reason you need to keep the past as it was. But if you want to go back and change your past, go back and change your past. Who cares? Who cares? how you felt in a past moment. Like if you want to go back and change that, go for it. So you can imagine yourself in the past when you felt like you didn't have any strength or you didn't have any courage or you didn't have any agency. Send some of this brave energy back to that version of yourself because look at it this way. You are here right now and look at what you're doing with your life. You're telling me you weren't brave in that moment you totally were. You got through that moment. You made it to this moment. You made it to the life that you're living now. You're totally brave. And you were so brave in that moment, even though you may think that you weren't. And then we can take our hand and place it on our hearts in the now and give ourselves a little burst of courage and strength right now. If you want to make this mudra stronger, you can add the the sound of rum, our it's written down as R-A-M, but it's not RAM. <laughs> That's how Americans might say it. It's RUM. R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-
script for that practice in my book, um, Awakening Your Inner Radiance with Life Force Yoga. And if you stay tuned, if you visit the Patreon page, I'm not saying yet, but stay tuned. Efren and I have been working on a way to get you guys some videos. So we are actively working on that. I think we're at the stage where Rose needs to do that. Rose needs a little space in her day to do some videos for you guys, but it's coming. I promise it's coming. It's coming. Um, it's my monster voice. I don't know why I'm doing monster voice from you, because it's been a day. It's been a day. I didn't need any bravery today. I didn't need any courage today. It's just been a day. I've been just grouchy about things, and that's okay. I'm okay with being grouchy. Anyway, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Songs of Tori Amos. You can send us, if you want to share a story about your own bravery, like, you can always send emails to Songs of Tori Amos at gmail.com. Uh, you can also send me personally. You can reach out to me personally if you want. I've been getting, somebody sent me a potato the other day. <laughs> like, not an actual potato. <laughs> they sent me a potato meme because they heard me say that potatoes are my, are my love language. Um, you know, don't actually send me an actual potato. I don't want an actual potato. I mean, yes, they are my love language, but don't send me potatoes in the mail, please. Because I'll be like, what? And they'll have eyes and like vines growing out of them already. And I like, I don't like that. It kind of skews me out a little bit. I don't know why. It's because this potato, I'm about to eat it and it's growing something out of it. I just, it skews me out a little bit. I don't know. It just does. We're not here to analyze that. At least not today. When Tori writes a song about potatoes having eyes, then we'll talk about why it skews me out. We'll delve into Rose's psyche to discover why do potatoes growing things uh, skew me out. But in the meantime, if you, you know, you can always send me something on Facebook or Instagram. You can find me there, Rosecrass, in both places. You can send me an email, rosecrass at gmail.com. Yes, rosecrass at gmail.com. I gmail's so old it doesn't have any numbers after it because i got the first one yay rose and fan favorite fridays again if you want to be a guest on fan favorite fridays hit me up i'm scheduling for the next two months at the moment but I'd still love to hear from you. Maybe one of you wants to talk about Yes Anastasia at length. I'd love to talk about that. And I think that's all I have to say. I'll, you can also head over to Patreon where they're dropping new Drive All Night episodes every week currently. Yay! Get it, girl! It's a lot of work, and I will see you tomorrow. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>
Never Shut Up is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information and links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoryamos.com. Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up.